Welcome to the 436th consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy who swore he was going to stop doing the show housekeeping at the end of the show and that he was going to have something recorded for this, but didn't is just going to punch it in anyway. And joining me all the way across the city of Omaha wondering what the fuck I'm talking about and how I keep doing that all in one breath is my co-host, Matt. Uh, I would assume it's because you don't smoke heavy like cigarettes. You probably take care of your lungs a little bit. Uh, and uh, there you go. I would think that's why you can do it all in one breath. Uh, that's and, part of it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> thank you again for joining NPR uh, Radio. <laughs> <laughs> fuck man uh watching porn is almost like listening to npr it's getting to the right. point where like like i'm getting there i'm almost Thanks, internet yeah i'm well no i mean like i like these reviews we've been doing like i am very much desensitized to watching people fuck on film like i'm just not even affected by it right now oh yeah um and like like actual like like at least what they're what at least the 70s style of what passed for porn back then you know what i mean like i mean listen <laughs> we're some hardcore shit the next two weeks i'm just saying yeah i mean but the stuff that we have had um, that that's coming up, there's actually like actual penetration in both the films at various points. Yours yeah. is worse than mine. Yours is just a straight up porn that we'll be talking about mine next is week. Straight up, yeah, yeah, just porn, porn. But I was super disaffected by it, and um, I don't, I don't know how to phrase this because it feels like this is the gravest fucking sin a cinema psyops reviewer could say. But mm-hmm. I'm almost not even affected by seeing Laura Gemsner naked anymore. Like I'm so used to it because we've been doing this for weeks now. That like, yeah, can I tell you, go ahead. Can I tell you a secret yeah you're, you're not the only one right i mean like i feel yeah. horrible about that because i should be rejoicing yeah. every fucking week but listen listen the- we'll be at some point deep into some fucking shit in may and we'll think back on these days with a, like a kind heart wishing we could go back <laughs> oh i know for a fact we fucking will because the schedule for the rest of this year is planned and when we get yeah. to the end of the year run that we get to that's coming up immediately after these this series ends as soon as we're done with all the Emmanuel films, we're going right into our end of the year run. Like that's yeah. just that it's that big of a run, and those films are not going to be fun for you. We're talking like Herschel Gordon Lewis level of schlockmeister shit that's coming uh, to everybody. Uh, yeah, see, so, so we're going to be thinking back on this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now, granted, there are still some scenes in some of the films that still got going for me, but um, yeah, our reviews are going to start getting peppered by the fact that we have been inundated with. I mean, Laura listen, man, are naked, right? Like it's, it's this. Yeah, my movie was an hour. 40 some odd minutes and I think I have still only seven pages of notes for a, an hour and 40 minute movie. There's not a lot going on except for fucking. This is evidence why you don't do math because you had to keep counting this, up the pages. And yeah, that's I had to keep counting. I'm, I'm, well, I fucking, I, two, a couple pages stuck together. Fuck off. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. <laughs> Looks like you're yeah, not well, that bored with seeing Laura Gemsner naked. No, I'm never that bored. I'm just <laughs> saying that bored-er. <laughs> yeah, it's it's desensitizing is the, is the point. Like too yeah. much, too much of a good thing is possible even with Laura Gemsner naked and I'm I'm not feeling good about that like I don't like that so well I mean we're almost done and then we'll be wishing for it again someday yeah I know that's the problem that I have with this is I feel like I'm spoiled and I know that I'm spoiled because what's coming up is essentially going to be almost punishment for us not appreciating this while we had it mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's that's definitely seems like what it's probably going to be <laughs> Yeah, because Matt knows what we're going to be doing, and he's looked up that person's career, and he's not happy with me right now when he realized what's going on. No, I'm not, I'm not on. particularly uh, looking forward to having a good time. <laughs> 
<laughs> At least most of those movies are short because he couldn't afford to make them longer. Yeah, yeah, right. So there's at least that. Yeah. Well, speaking of things that we can't afford to make any longer, let's shorten up this show a little bit and go ahead yeah. and move on to the Legion Patreon ad. And then on the Pirate Radio edit, for music befitting of this week, I just chose the cramps for both weeks. But I still tried to find specific cramps songs that fit in with some things that happened in the movies, the plot line, or just the general uh, tone towards sexuality, which is dirty and greasy in both these films this week. Up first is the song Hot Pearl Snatch from The Cramps on the Pirate yeah. Radio edit, and you know why. <laughs> it's right after this. This will keep it quiet. Oh, hi there. I didn't see you. You caught me cutting a new show. I'm Bo Ransdell, and I'm one of the many creators you can find on Legion Podcasts. I said quiet! My fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? Not that, but also, yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. I love the most about Lux and Ivy and particularly Lux Interior is whenever he sings the lyrics that he sings about how he's fetishizing a quote-unquote hot pearl snatch that belongs to a lady he could very well be talking about an actual fucking clutch purse of some sort that he's got some kind of sexual longing for because right? you just can't put it past Lux and you don't necessarily blame him because like usually you could see his point of view <laughs> as to why <laughs> to, at least as to why he's into it you know what I'm saying you're like yeah. oh yeah well obviously you want to fuck that lady's purse like he's not actually talking about a vagina in this case <laughs> no yeah it's not it's not a vagina he's, he's actually wanting the purse he wants the purse <laughs> yes and that's absolutely the thing i love the most about him is like either interpretation of that song is still filthy and awesome 
Yeah, agreed. All right, Good let's, stuff. let's just fucking move on to the review for the first 20 of Emmanuel in the White Slave Trade, which is why I have not said the title until now. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, man. I, I, I really was really nervous. I just need to say that right off the bat. But everybody relax. We've already seen sort of the worst, rapiest one of these people being sold movies. This one's yeah. just, just sort of like on the fringes of that. So Why has it got to be white? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that's not clearly what we're being sold. I think it was because that was a buzzword that would get people to watch this film. All right, oh, let's go definitely. ahead and get started. Manuel yeah. and the White Slave Trade. The first 20, the film opens on Laura Jemsner's name as the first thing we see. Then the title card and a travelogue montage of Emmanuel moving about a shop and getting into a vehicle and touring wild nature preserves that appear to be in Africa. I say this because at one point we see elephants and giraffes. <laughs> yes, you do. You do. And, uh, you know, it's nice to see animals out there uh, having fun. <laughs> I checked the runtime here because I am bored and am stoked to see it is under 90 minutes for once. At one point, they drive past a dude digging in the trash with his ass hanging out, but the film does nothing about that or explain as we just keep moving with the credits rolling. Keep on keeping on. They finally give us some fucking dialogue, and that is our first clip. I sure had a lot to do after your call. And I found out where this Giorgio Rivetti hangs out. But when I tried to fix an appointment for you to interview him, there was nothing doing. Did you hear that another journalist, an Englishman, who tried to photograph him ended up in hospital? Ah, <laughs> uh, don't worry. I've got the message. But I can't go back empty-handed. I just need a distant pic of him in the grounds of his villa. Here we are. He lives here. Aha. Uh -huh. He does himself well, doesn't he? Go on, drive in. Stop! Stop! Stop right there, please! Good morning, ma'am. Can I help you? We want to see Mr. Rivetti. Your name, please? No, uh, look, our names won't be on your list. I'm very sorry. It wouldn't uh, be for if very you haven't long. got an appointment, oh. you can't see Mr. Rivetti. Oh. I'm very sorry. I have strict Goodness. orders. I can't see. I'm very sorry. Sorry, my foot. Are you crazy? Do you want to end up in hospital too? Susan, let me get on with my work. Look out. Get on, Emmanuel. Hurry up. He's coming back. Come on. For God's sake, Emmanuel, hurry up. Come on, get in. Oh, well, we got something out of it. It could have been worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you never change, Emmanuel. It seems just like old times. Do you remember the time we were a couple of models? What a lot of laughs we had. Not to mention the scrapes we got into. Oh, by the way, how do you find things here? Do you still go in for a lot of lovemaking? <laughs> Never stop. The only trouble is finding the right fellas. But I mustn't complain. Tell me, what's your interest in this Rivetti man that makes you come here from the States? He's a gangster on an international level, and he went bankrupt in Italy. And then he slipped through the net, taking an immense amount of money with him. And now he's found a refuge here, where there's no extradition. And so he continues his business activities, honored and respected. So you'll see, it'll be quite a coup for me to interview him. You're right. Yes, indeed. Well, we must try and work out a way of getting to him. Mm -hmm. I certainly hope so, even though it doesn't seem too easy a proposition at the present. No worries. When I get started, nobody stops me. You'll see. What's the matter with the car? It's nothing. Don't worry. Nothing serious. We'll just drop in on the mechanic I know and he'll fix it. He's very good with his hands. He's very crafty. And you'll see he'll have cured the problem in next to no time. Who is he? Superman? <laughs> Almost. <laughs> 
So that's your Superman, eh? Yes. No one works the way he does. Listen, wait for me here. He won't take long. Yes, ma'am. Oh, excuse me. There's an odd noise under the car. Would you mind taking a look? Underneath. I'll take a look at once. Don't worry. I'll take a look. Well, can you see anything? Sky. How far have you got? Show the eagle is uh, this film gets a little naughty and fun. Um, yes, it's so cheeky and cute now. At the end of the clip, the lady traveling with Emmanuel continues to flash upskirt looks to the mechanic in a taunting way until he leads her down into the pit under the car, set to the music we just heard at the background at the end of the clip. She strips down and the dude gets after it with her, and we get to watch this naughty and voyeuristic display. And just when I thought it couldn't get any hotter, Emmanuel watches the couple throwing down, and we watch as she masturbates to them fucking... And it is all consensual, naughty, voyeuristic, and just plain fucking hot. Thank you, movie. Good for them. This is the one healthy sexual encounter you will definitely see in this film. This one. <laughs> Good for them. <laughs> they cut from this thing that we can actually enjoy to our next clip. <laughs> there we are. Couple of balls in a big game. Are you satisfied with the job? Yes, more than please. Next time you must look yeah. at my muffler. Sure. Are you the mechanic here? Yes, ma'am. I can talk to you about it? Yeah, sure. Uh, there seems to be a strange noise under my... Oh, you think one of these days I'll replace those bolts and try out another mechanic. As a system, it's rapid, practical, and above all, no strings. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, clever girl. Listen, I must go into the office for a moment. They've not seen me all day. Can't park there, miss. I'll move it in a minute. Why don't you wait here? I'll be right back. Emmanuel notices a woman in a wheelchair with a dude looking sus as fuck at the end of that clip. A different man with a briefcase walks up to them and the sus looking fucker grabs the briefcase and leaves the girl while briefcase dude takes the girl and wheels her off. This is pretty obviously some human trafficking and as Emmanuel tracks the dude who just sold another human being walking off, he is grabbed by some dudes and dragged off while the guy with the girl disappears and Emmanuel and the audience get distracted by her traveling companion and our next clip. Emmanuel, I think I found a way of seeing Rivetti. I was expecting something better. No, that's the secretary. Ah, there's a... Mm, not bad at all. He's probably got a harem with a thousand wives. I could always be the thousand at first. Do you think you'd guess I'm not a real hostess? No, you'll do fine. Let me do the talking. Prince Al-Rosani? Yes, that's right. Kenya Airways wish to welcome you and hope that you'll have a pleasant stay here. We've been put at your disposal. May I ask your names? But of course, my name is Susan Towers and this young And my name is Emmanuel. I see. Well, in that case, shall we go? Follow them! Okay, so I clipped literally every bit of dialogue that is in this movie. I removed all of the dead space between dialogue. I removed all of the various weird cuts and craziness that was going on in between the dialogue where sometimes they would interweave a fuck scene that was just set to music or what have you. All of that has been removed. There are 22 clips. They are all mostly relatively short, and that is because I just wasn't going to write down this fucking dialogue. <laughs> I mean, who would? Jesus. They get into a car and drive from the airport to downtown somewhere, I guess, and get out of that car and there's more dialogue, and you guessed it, our fourth clip. Wait for us here, please. As it's your first trip to Nairobi, perhaps you'd like to see the city. For this morning, we thought a visit to the principal mosque in the city. Very interesting. Then onto the market, right in the heart of old Nairobi. And for lunch... And as for lunch, I hope you'll be my guests, and definitely not on duty. Very well, thanks. thanks. Right, that's it. Dump it off. I'd like a thorough rundown, those two girls, please. Very well, sir. Oh, I needed that. In this heat. Too true. 
I've always wondered, what is the range of a DC-9? Well, you see, it depends. Depends on many factors. From the payload, for instance, yes, on the wind, altitude, how many passengers there are aboard. In fact, it changes every time. Well, from a hostess, I expected a more exhaustive explanation. What would a journalist say? <laughs> how did you manage to find out? Hmm. I gave my secretary the job of checking out who you were. Now I'm going to ask you a question, and I'd like an honest answer. What's your game? I'm over here from the United States to interview Mr. Rivetti, but there was nothing doing. He seems to have it in for journalists, so I was all set to forget the whole thing. When I heard of your arrival and of your imminent meeting with Rivetti, so then... So then we thought that maybe you'd be able to help us. <laughs> what a pity. And I thought it had to do with my oriental fascination. <laughs> Well, I've decided to help you anyhow, but on one condition. To be honest, I'll present you to Rivetti, but in your true colors. Take it or leave it. Thank you. Mm. As far as we're concerned, it's already a success. Good morning, Rivetti. You're most welcome, Prince. I've taken the liberty of bringing two friends along, Emmanuel and Miss Tars, Mr. Rivetti. They're two journalists. They tried to come here the other day, but my man got rid of them. You ought to have known, Prince. I don't grant interviews. You're wrong. Only Emmanuel's a journalist, and she's not here, I can assure you, in her official capacity. I've never trusted reporters in whatever capacity. Just for once in a while, try to overcome your obsession, accept them as guests, as you do me, please. Oh, very well. But no leading questions. And above all, no photographs. This way. You know he's rather cute, the prince, I mean. Oh, are you getting ideas? No. Anyway, it's you he was. He was eating you off with his eyes at lunch yesterday. And Rivetti? Well, I don't know. He's not the type that makes me go weak in the knees. But in hard times... <laughs> You've got such marvelous skin. It's divine to the touch. And you've always made me feel strange. Do you remember that time in Paris? Mm-hmm. At the end of the clip, both ladies are naked together, and Emmanuel tests the waters with a slight caress of her friend, talking about her skin in this bold move. And the bold move works enough for Emmanuel to get a go-ahead as her friend kind of grabs her arm gently and pulls her towards the shower with her. And she enters the shower, and the pair throw down in the shower. This sequence would be super fucking hot if not for the quick jump cuts that don't give us time to drink in the view. And it's deliberately disorienting when they could have just let it be. Like they all have trying to become disorienting movies. They don't let you just fully enjoy the moment. This ends with a jump cut to our next clip. Oh, thank you. No, 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 Mr. Rivetti. I feel with these conditions, we'll never conclude this deal ever. But only in this way we'll be able to offload the crude oil. Think about it. Yes, I am thinking about it, but I still don't think we can agree. As you wish. I've organized in your honor a splendid photographic safari in the National Park. We'll have time to consider in detail the pros and the cons of this contract, which I consider favorable to both of us. And I'm sure we'll find a way out satisfying everyone. Oh, here they are. Let's put business aside. Oh. <laughs> we could both do with a little relaxation. You're right. Darling Emmanuel, you're really even more beautiful than ever. Thank you. Ah, uh, women. When they're intelligent, they always know the right moment to make an appearance, releasing tension from difficult situations. Is that about Am I not system? right, Prince? <laughs> yes, indeed. I'm glad to see too. you think the way I think. For once we see, I do. Thank you. Susan. You really are a marvelous host. My dear Prince, I'm very pleased that you brought such charming company with you. But no photographs, please. 
No, 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 Minister. Our friend hasn't chucked it. I think we should retouch the terms of the contract. And also increasing the offer would be to our advantage. I think I might have found his weak spot. Leave it up to me. Tomorrow we're leaving on a safari, and I'm sure that his viewpoint will become less rigid. Yes, yes. No, no. I'm sure I'm not mistaken. Very well. We'll talk about it on my return. Till then, Minister. Like I said, cut out a lot of dead space. Yeah, right. But you really did. <laughs> Just as the bad dude says no pictures, Emmanuel uses her secret lighter camera. We had a necklace in one. We had a ring in another one, right? And now this one yeah. is a lighter that whenever she moves it up and down, snaps some photos. She's, she's got all sorts of gadgets. At the end of the clip, the bad dude sounds like he put a hit out on the dude he was just talking to, like that prince guy that's visiting him. Maybe yeah. I'm wrong, but it kind of feels like that's the case. But then it, it also... I mean, it kind of does. This guy talks in so much shit. I don't know, but I, I would be surprised. You're probably not wrong. I think he wants to make a deal with this guy, and he's trying yeah. to soften him up this weekend. If the guy won't make the deal, then the prince is going to be killed, is what I think. Yeah, then there's a hit. Right. Yeah. And I think that's what he's saying is, no, we're staying the order of execution for now. So long as yes. things go well on this trip, we won't have to do that, is what I think he's saying on the phone, or at least I, I, I'm almost positive you're correct. They never fucking come back to it, and it doesn't fucking matter, so don't worry. No, I mean, it's, it's fucking, it's an Emmanuel movie. Why, why is it gonna matter? <laughs> they cut from that to a plane trip for that photographic safari tour thing that they were talking about there at the end, and then cut to wildlife footage, and that takes us over the first 20-minute mark. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's kind of weird to do the 20-minute marks and try to talk about movies that are just straight-up porns. Um, like, we're supposed to know anything about any of this <laughs> or or it's supposed to mean anything well this is still an emmanuel film and they're yeah. using emmanuel's sexuality and the sexuality of her friend who also is kind of <laughs> i mean these are this is emmanuel the party girl where she's literally sleeping her way into her um reporting her photo photojournalism we've seen this in other movies where she's this libertine and carefree yeah, it's yeah just and there's the, nothing wrong with that no no absolutely nothing at all and that's that is the plot that is literally the plot yeah. she slept with this prince because her friend thought that them hanging out would get her into this compound which it did she rewarded her friend by reminding her of her college days so that we could watch them fuck in the shower i mean yeah, that's that's literally the plot that's all that's going on it's there's nothing yeah everyone's more. having a good time here right which is why we spent so much time just a couple of minutes ago wondering whether or not that guy actually was trying to order a hit and whether or not that yeah. should actually matter because there's literally nothing else to talk about story-wise beyond that it's just scenes that strewn together fuck scenes yeah pretty much you are not wrong yeah and i mean everybody can follow right like emmanuel yeah. manipulated her way here to get this guy so she could sneak in these photos and start her photojournalism stuff she's using her sexuality like she normally does to be able to make that happen not a shocking and good plot. for her yeah not a shocking plot at all we can move on right <laughs> yes we we can move on we are there next 20 picks up on safari and a fucking balloon ride that is starting to feel like filler it officially becomes filler where we are still on on safari or drinking champagne somewhere or on another fucking hot balloon ride or right back to the same original fucking balloon ride again for like another three and a half fucking minutes of actual fucking screen time we see that before there's yeah. actual fucking dialogue and our next fucking clip hope you're feeling hungry <laughs> we'll land there on that spot 
You know something, Emmanuel? I've changed my mind about that interview. However, I can't see that the public could be interested in a rich man's life who owes it all to a bit of intelligence and insight. But if you like, I'll let you interview. Come on, tell me. Where's the catch? You've been very charming to the prince, and I thought that you might that be... That I uh... might be useful to your plan? You're there before me. I can see you're more intuitive than I thought. The clip ends with another sequence of the paired-off heteronormative couples fucking, and also a sequence of them meeting a tribe of some sort, which is intercut with this and is a total boner killer. Make make up your fucking mind movie. Like, why are you jumping back and forth? We didn't want to be here. (laughs) Then it decides to show the ladies frolicking naked lakeside in some tall grass and then allow scenes to breathe just a little bit more between the cuts, but they're still jumping back and forth between the ladies just walking around naked in a mess next to a lake and then the actual heteronormative couples that are paired off and fucking this, yeah this just continues until we hit about the 26 minute mark then there's actual fucking dialogue and our next clip listen prince nature also has its pleasant side the only thing is we tend to forget it yes work isn't everything in life oh uh talking of work i cabled the minister yesterday well you can tell the minister that our deal can be considered signed and sealed now that's what i was hoping for <laughs> I don't think I'll ever get my business trip here in Kenya. The last few days have been absolutely wonderful. Delightful. Thanks very much. Shall we sign the contract now? <laughs> I must say you have the same attitudes of seriousness and honesty that your father had. One can see that blood will out. Thank you. Here you are. When does your plane leave? Oh, in the afternoon. Don't forget, Prince. I'm sorry. But you promised to come here no, more often. You've been most kind, Rebecca. And I hope that you'll always bring such uh, charming companions. <laughs> I think certain things only happen once in a lifetime. I put it down to Oriental fatalism. Now, uh, this is quite authentic. Uh, there's something for everyone oh, here. Look. I mean, uh, look at those look at those baskets there. Oh, look. Oh, look at their wonderful shapes. Yes, fabulous, you know. Ah, uh, oh, but be careful of those baskets. Sometimes they leave the snakes inside. At the end of the clip, Emmanuel sees a young woman being dragged around aggressively by the arm and has a flashback of that same woman at the airport and is alarmed at this sight. She knows this is a bad thing. We're just reminded that we're not allowed to enjoy anything by our next clip. <laughs> Rivetti, do you know that man? That one? Only by sight. I only know that he's American, that he comes on business, but I don't know what kind of... Someone mentioned white slavery, but why do you ask? Do you know him? No, no, but I last saw him at the airport, and the girl that was with him now was sitting in a wheelchair then. Oh, uh, just a minute. I've got to pick something else. What's he going to buy? God knows. We'll soon find out. Here we are. I'll bet you've never seen this position before. <laughs> For that position, you've had to do two years of Kanasutra. <laughs> the Indians are past masters at it. They've a total philosophy in relation to sex. We are now going to resolve certain problems. <laughs> Come, come, don't be afraid. After this, they cut to the ladies smoking opium, and goddamn, do they make it sexy the way that Laura Gemser smokes that opium. <laughs> yeah, man, hey, listen, if you're going to do some drugs, do them like this. Yeah, and then when she hands the pipe to the other lady, the other lady is like, no, Laura Gemser, I'm going to try and top you. And then she hands yeah, yeah, it back right. to Laura Gemser, and then it's like really hot because it's just the two of them. And then they cut to wider, and we see that uh, Manuel is now getting ready to have a threesome with the gangster dude, and there are cuts 
cuts to a blank black screen that are really a bummer and also the music fucking sucks and this fucking dropping to a blank screen that's black it just continues until we pass the 32 minute mark this sequence would have actually been great if not for this awful editing which I just need to remind everyone that's what happens in all the sex scenes there's just these quick cuts where you don't really see anything and it makes you think that you're sort of seeing things and it's trying to give you like this sort of voyeuristic glimmer of like seeing stuff and it worked in this isn't it naughty right and it worked in the sequence at the beginning that we were talking about but then they continue that for the rest of the movie and then they just do this cutting to a black screen which is really weird and just disorienting and it's just padding and awful yeah it's not not great not i mean it's not the best way to shoot some sex scenes just show us laura gemsner naked and we could get moving they pass the 32 minute mark of that awful editing and then finally it cuts from that sequence to something that i can record and dialogue our next clip i'm sorry you're going i really am to tell the truth i'm sorry too Sue. we really had a ball yes oh i almost forgot i managed to find out the name of that american the one who was going around with that girl who pretended to be paralyzed francis harley francis harley yes that's right i hear a noise no no you don't you can visit your mechanic after i have no intention of missing the play <laughs> all right <laughs> that leads into a travelogue of emmanuel getting back to new york city and she meets with some folks in our next clip all right walter what do you know of this francis harley well i seem to remember he was involved in the hostess club racket yes you know hiring pretty girls out to people with money from that time i've heard nothing you know who you could contact your old friend jim bonds the photographer thanks a lot pleasure right hold it just like that thank you darling this starts a nude model photography sequence with two lovely ladies completely or mostly nude and is edited significantly less annoyingly as the ladies pose for photographs for a few minutes and then we finally have some more dialogue and our next clip <laughs> thanks girls that'll do for today what you can get dressed mine no these are yours your assistance was a great help to me today mine didn't show up do you mean i've earned the information that i'm about to ask you just a minute have you seen your boyfriend yes i saw him last night Oh, you're lucky. Oh, here we are. Oh, oh well. Bye. 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 See you tomorrow. Bye. Bye. Listen, Jimmy, do you know this man here? Huh? Oh, yes. His name is Francis Hawley. I know practically all about him, where he was born, and when. His parents' names. I know he's divorced, and that he was in jail for involvement in prostitution. But I don't know how to find him. He seems to have disappeared from the face of the earth. Perhaps I can help you out. One of my models fell for him. Her name is Ava Treadle. She should know a lot more than I do. She's a hostess at Sailors. Are you Ava Treadle? Yes. I'm a friend of Jim Barnes. And I must have a talk with you. Jim Barnes, he prefers to go to bed with his photographic equipment instead of a woman. What do you want to talk about? I need to know where I can find Francis Harley. Oh, Jim seems to think I'm an information agency. Listen, why don't we sit down? Okay. Let me make one thing clear. You can trust me. Anything you have to say will be just between us. You've nothing to worry about. But I've nothing to worry about now. That I've managed to get out from a certain group, and I can't say how happy I am. You are very fortunate. I just don't understand you, my dear. I mean to say... Why are you trying to find Francis Harley? If it's a job you want, I could give you a hand. I could talk to the director. He's bound to be able to help you. You're a sweet kid, and this club is more or less on the up and up. I earn about $200 a night, and if it's a special, I'll get a further 100 by closing time. They treat me quite well. Probably they'd pay you a bit less to start with. 
Thanks a lot for your interest in me, but I can't accept your offer. I must talk to Harley. As you wish, but it's some time since I last saw him. I suppose you know the work he does. Don't get involved. <laughs> Do you know where I can find him? No, I don't. Possibly Ray Hamilton could give you a line on him. He's a jockey who's always in contact because he gives him a good horse to bet on. You'll find him at Santa Clara Park. Thanks a million. Don't go there. Leave that bastard alone. It's better to have nothing to do with him. You mustn't worry. You mustn't worry. <laughs> there is a lady stripping in the background of Emmanuel talking to the hostess, and they focus in on everything, including a flash of bush-covered vag. So that's a thank you movie, and definitely in that sequence. I saw yeah. everything. I saw everything. They cut from this to some dudes prepping a hunt or some shit on horseback. I don't fucking care. It's dialogue in our next clip. Excuse me, can you tell me where I might find Ray Hamilton? Over there, by the railings. Welcome. May I speak to you, Mr. Hamilton? What about? I'm looking for Francis Harley. Never heard of him. Perhaps this will jog your memory a bit. What do you want to see him about? Problems with work that only he can solve. Why don't you go along to the Maxon building at five o'clock? Thank you. Well, well. Just a minute. I didn't say they'd let you in. You must ask for Chinese Joe and tell him I sent you. Yeah, sure. And treat him the same way, eh? Bye. You go back to the paper. I'll see you later. Okay. Bye. Hamilton sent me for Francis Harley. Please follow me. In there, Mammy. Thanks. Well, gentlemen, we'll commence the auction with a selection of the merchandise available today. May I remind you that the material we are offering has been very carefully selected. These girls are healthy, have no records, and are ready for any new experience. For instance, have a look at this superb Creole of South American origin. Starting price, $3,000. Minimum raise, $200. Gentlemen, uh, $3,200, $3,004, $3,004, $3,006, $3,007, $3,008, $3,009, $3,010, $3,011, $3,012, $3,013, $3,014, $3,015, $3,016, $3,017, $3,018, $3,019, $3,020, $3,021, $3
24,000. And one. 35,000, 26, 27,000, 28,000. Do I hear 29? Come along, gentlemen. 29,000. The first who bids 30,000 consider the lot bought. Thank you. 30,000 sold. And after all, if you want to write good articles, you've got to take risks. And the prostitution racket interests a large part of society. And when you think that there are very young girls involved in that business... Try not to get into trouble. You could regret it. Don't worry. I've always taken care of myself, and this time will be no different. What part are you going to play? I'll be a poor girl, very ambitious, with a need to work very hard. That takes us over the 40-minute mark. That is right. You are hearing women being sold to the highest bidder. They strip yeah. for their purchase, and it's fucking gross. Emmanuel is getting photographic evidence thanks to her cigarette lighter, and the leering looks of the nudity on camera is pretty fucking gross for the establishment on this, especially the fact that these are also the ages of children that they are talking about. They don't really say much older than 17, I think. Yeah, it's, it's not... <laughs> This is a fuck you movie. It's fucking gross ass shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a bummer for your 40 minute mark, pretty much. Yeah, that's 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 a real fucking I mean, I don't know what we all expected with a movie with the title, the white slave trade. So <laughs> I will say that this is pretty much the worst it gets on the screen, <laughs> other than the obvious sexual assaults that always end up in these Emmanuel films. Yeah. Like there's I mean, a I, I few suppose. of those in, in this one. But the other film that dealt with with the same like human trafficking or sex trafficking of women that the other film that we did earlier had a m- lot more gross shit in it like the dog raping women and shit that was just fucking yeah, terrible that was a lot worse yeah. yeah that is true this one is more tolerable and it's a way to deal with the same subject matter at least a little bit more tastefully I doubt that the women that were on screen were the ages that they said on no, screen yeah, no, no it, it's, I doubt that it's the implication that is actually gross and the implication in this case is too gross for me to put aside what I'm seeing on screen and try to enjoy that nudity I know some people can compartmentalize because they know that it's just an actress that has been contractually you know engaged to do this very shot and take their clothes off Uh, and and it's played very straightforward like the ladies are not even really reacting in any way shape or form like they're literally just walking to the middle of the room taking their clothes off and walking around the table and that's it yeah know? pretty like, much it's it's not played up to be as fucking greasy and gross as it could have been so i will give it that benefit of the doubt it's the subject matter that's fucking gross and that sequence was really fucking uncomfortable and i think it handled it as probably as tastefully as you can without actually showing just how fucking gross and objectifying that world can be towards women yeah it's it's probably as mm, mm, i don't want to say good uh it's it's, it's tasteful as, as gen- as tasteful yeah as gentle as it's going to be so yeah and the as much as you could probably tolerate without it really being something that leaves you feeling even more disturbed it's just enough of the crunch (laughs) yeah just enough just just enough apparently yeah and it's fucking still gross but it wasn't too far to where you can't come back from that yeah all right so you want to just jump into the right you want to jump into the next 20 let's do it all right the next 20 starts with with a cut from Emmanuel's discussion.
discussion of her plan that we heard there at the end, where she's going to be infiltrating by pretending like she's a girl that's willing to work and desperate is essentially what she said. We actually see the execution of that plan afterwards as she is out on them streets walking around until she is noticed by the flesh-peddling slave trader guy. There are no way to mince words. That is exactly who he is. Yeah, that is, that's a fact. <laughs> she follows him to a restaurant and tries to look desperate for some food and does a rather good job. So he summons her inside, gives her the food to eat, which she does devour in our next clip. Has it been long since you last ate? Four days. What, only four days? Mm-hmm. Mm, well, well, why is that? Let me see if you can guess. Maybe you're on a slimming diet. Don't need to. Is it money? Mm-hmm. Well, it's less serious than I thought. That's what I thought, too. Is that a fact? Uh-huh. Well, if that's true, I can't figure out. I rather thought you would. It's impossible that a girl like you in this day and age can't make ends meet. I'm not that easily satisfied. Oh, demanding, eh? Sights are high. Mm-hmm. Very. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what would you most like to have? Lots of money. But money has to be earned. That goes without saying. But you do realize that it could be dangerous sometimes. I realize it. And you're ready to run the risk in spite of everything? You're very courageous. I'm not afraid of anything. What would you say to coming to my place around 8 this evening? I live close, number 15, 32nd Street. What for? Oh, for nothing. Just to have a chat, and perhaps I can help you. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm no Jack the Ripper, for God's sake. And maybe I can help you. Well, what a coincidence. I was only passing. I must admit that I'm glad you decided to come and see me. Why do you run away at lunch? I wanted to think. As well. Would you like something to eat? No. You know, I'm part of a large corporation. Let's call it an organization which supplies female company to businessmen whenever they feel lonely. What really counts is that these men are always very wealthy. Therefore, it is essential to be nice to them, even if they ask for something extra. As they say in this instance. So if I've got it. You've understood perfectly. Know something? Girl like you could earn a great deal of money in a very, very short time. It just so happened there's an opening for a girl. Exotic, classy, in a private club in San Diego. Follow me. Come on. As I see it, you'd do well to accept my proposal. It would enable you to better your situation, and you wouldn't have to start as a hooker. If you accept, call me at this number. Here's something on the side. Buy yourself something elegant. I care about my girls. Very well, thanks. May I ask you a favor? I'd like to take a shower here. You see where I'm staying? You've got to get in line for tub. Permission granted. You know, you're even better than I thought. If you've a brain, too, you should go a long way. That I've got. Hi, Nicolina. Uh, Is hi. Jim still in the studio? How are you? Yes, 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 on the move. Of course not. He works that hard. Go straight on up, miss, and I'll send up a two beautiful pizzas in an hour's time as usual. Hi there. It's you. About time. I was getting worried. But where have you been? I was busy. Well, you might have called me. That's if I mean anything to you. Incident? Did you find Holly? Yeah, I found That news doesn't make me too happy. How did it go? I don't think I should complain. In fact, I'm rather pleased with the way it went. I got in good books, and he's offered me a job. Not here. San Diego. Oh. Oi, Manuel, tell me you're joking. Tell me it's not true. Don't you ever think of me? Of course I do. Manuel and the photographer dude now begin throwing down in the dark room, and we finally have a decently edited fuck scene, and we can see why all the other ones were edited so frenetically, and it was to implicate that we were seeing far more than we are, because that fuck scene was just a bunch of non-sexual gyrations that were clearly not fucking, and they had to try something. What a failure. Yeah. We are destroyed. Distracted by dialogue and our next clip. Now let's see if I've got your instructions. Tonight I leave, and when I get to San Diego, someone will be waiting for me. Mm-hmm. I'm to ask for Madame Claude, who will be enchanted to enroll me in her house. And from that moment on, I'll pass into her charge. Am I right? Yeah, right on. I owe it all to you. I'm very grateful. Well, I'm I'm a businessman, and whenever I make a deal, I always get my kickback. Surprise? Lord, no. 
I knew it from the beginning. Know something, Emmanuel? What? I'm sorry you're leaving. How do you feel? Wonderful. You don't feel nervous? Mm-mm. Well then, Emmanuel, may I ask when you're going to give me something I can publish? It's still too early at the moment, Mr. Hardy. Try and be patient. Oh, you won't be hearing from me for a few days. But when you do, I'll give you a big headline in eight columns. All right, just as you like, but try to be quick about it. The airport, please, Johnny. I'm in a hurry. The plane leaves in two hours. It's lucky you, Miss Emmanuel. Always rushing to write a piece. A piece? This one's a hot one. Within the next few days, you'll read all about it on page one. Really? You can bet on it. Here we are, Miss Emmanuel. See that? We got here yesterday. So I see. I'm still trying to catch up. Let me help you with the bag. No, I'll manage, okay? They'll be needing you back at the paper. Okay, Manuel. Have a good trip and good hunting. Bye. Bye-bye, Johnny. Thanks. CA 531 from London are requested to go to gate 7. This is the last call. As you hear at the end of the clip, Emmanuel is on her way to San Francisco, and we linger on travelogue shots as she arrives. She's somewhere in a car, inexplicably in a cut, and that is our next clip. Hi there. Hello. I'm Emmanuel. I believe Madame Claude is expecting me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Come, dear. Did you have a good trip? Divine, thanks. I'm sure you'll just love it here. Hello there. Welcome, my dear. Thank you. I see our friend Harley's hit the jackpot again, as usual. We really needed a girl like you at the club here. Well, now, I'd like to make two things quite clear. First of all, our charming guests must on no account be asked questions of any kind. And secondly, you must never stray out of those parts of the gardens which will be shown to you. Also, forget anything you may see or hear. I can assure you that here, in two years, you'll be able to amass a small fortune. And once away from here, you'll be able to do just what you like. That's if you're discreet. If, however, you don't keep your mouth shut, the organization, which is very powerful, will close it forever. But that won't be so in your case, I hope. And now, let's go through to the living room, shall we? Come, I'll introduce you to the other girls. I'm sure that you just love them. Girls, meet Emmanuel. Hi there, I'm Maureen. And I'm Pamela. I'm Evelyn. She's our new boarder. I'm France. Hello, I'm Paula. And I'm Stephen, show Emmanuel to Mary. Yes, please. Christy. Come with me, Emmanuel, come with me. Evelyn, my dear, your guest is waiting. Come on, dear, it's this way. There we are, Emmanuel. This is your room. What do you think of it? Do you like it? Am I allowed to walk in the garden? Yes, but only in this section, however. Why is that? Because those are Madam's wishes. On the other hand, a few rules count for little, considering the advantages which were yours. Financially, I mean, of course. Those girls that I saw downstairs, are the only ones here? Yes. Well, the villa certainly seems quite large. Who lives in the annexes? You're asking far too many questions. Excuse me, but I must go now. After this, Emmanuel switches into super snoop mode and is stowing away camera gear in her room, and then they cut to dialogue and our next clip. How long have you been here? Oh, next month it'll be a year, and I've met oh, yes, every that's right. She went off for a few days. Well, my dear, you'll have to ask Madame Claude about that. I really wouldn't know. Oh, well, Pat, she probably had a reason. Well, there's some of the girls to do with the You know what? I'm going to shave myself all over. What, completely? Yes, and I'm also going to cut off all my hair. It'll be a gas. They say men go crazy over that sort of thing. Well, not me. I'm hanging on to the Hey, miss, where are you going? No well, one's allowed to go into that I, park uh, there. Madam's giving strict orders. Did you see that hey, cute hey, guy who came so in with me last night? <gasps> what a dream, eh? Oh, 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 right, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, sweetie, you have a gentleman caller. We're using the same treatment that we used on yes, the others. Right. <laughs> it's your turn, Emmanuel. 
A guest has just arrived who's very important, but he's also very timid. He says, with women, that is incapable of taking any initiative. I'm going to give you this problem. You like the challenge, I'm sure, of releasing him from his sexual inhibitions and showing off your own capacities. Anyway, I'm going to put you to the test. Now, don't disappoint me. And remember, I know and see everything. Let's go. This clip ends with Emmanuel writhing naked on top of a gross old white dude with a towel in between their genitals. The madam watches this and gyrates her hand next to another woman's vulva without actually touching it. I double-checked, trust me. Before encouraging <laughs> her to do it for herself and then takes her own crotch in hand as they watch Emmanuel writhe naked on on a gross old white dude. That is where they end the first full hour of the film. Well, I mean, that's nice. Except Good God. I, like the reason I say gross old white dude is like he's he's just a gross old white dude. Like yeah. I mean, that's basically you can just tell by his character and he's frequenting a brothel that threatens the women to stay quiet on pain of death or worse. Yeah, that's exactly what they're doing. <laughs> right? Um so that's that's gross. What I'm saying is yeah. his decision to be having sex at this brothel and then request that a woman gently guide him into this and help him, you know, ease him into it and be gentle and kind and specifically requested Emmanuel for that. And knowing what he knows, you know, maybe he doesn't know, but I think he could probably understand that, you know, they would reassure him to the point where, no, no, if these bitches talk, we kill them. Like, that's yeah. basically what he knows before that's going in. what he was saying. Yeah, well, they'll shut your mouth permanently. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, yes, you should have attorney-client privilege when it comes to prostitution. That's kind of what you're paying for. Yeah, right. It's not just the sex. It's also the silence afterwards. Well, they always say that. What is the old term? You're not paying uh, someone to have sex with. You're paying them to leave afterwards. <laughs> right. And to make sure that, like, no one ever speaks of this again. That's Yeah. What... No, and we'll never talk of this again. Right. That's the implication. Right. Like, that's, that's yeah. basically that's the business transaction portion of it. It's always been how that goes. <laughs> right. You as the client have the right to discuss whether or not, you know, you slept yeah. with a hooker, but the prostitute sex worker is implied, you would hope, at least, you know, maybe, yeah, that, maybe that, you know, there's some yeah, privacy. A, privacy. Yeah, get a verbal contract because if you get something down on paper and it's not at a yeah. legally binding place. We don't we don't bring a receipt into this, okay? <laughs> yeah, once you're paying for sex, unless yeah, When you're paying for sex, I don't believe a receipt is necessary. Unless it's a legalized way that you're able to do it, like porn or something like that, then yeah, maybe. But you can why do you need the receipt still? You can't write this off on your taxes. <laughs> well, maybe you should be able to, Matt. That's a platform I'm going to run for president well, uh, on. I mean, listen, I'm not saying that it's not something that people shouldn't fight for. I'm just saying that it's not like current. <laughs> All right. The next bit of this is the run to the finish because it's just 28 minutes left. You just want to knock this out and finish. Yeah, this let's movie just off. get it out because <laughs> we're starting to discuss politics on whether or not porn should be to, tax deductible. Uh, right off, right off, <laughs> fucking uh, as tax deductible <laughs> i mean i don't see why not all right so I mean, let's let's do the run to the finish <laughs> yeah yeah let's just get there because we're starting to get into really weird ideas here <laughs> weird or revolutionary matt you tell uh, me i mean either way we're we're there <laughs> <laughs> the run to the finish starts with our next clip i feel wonderful madam never felt so relaxed for years what a splendid girl i've always said these orientals are something special <laughs> It's true, Senator. Emmanuel is one of the best girls I've come across in a uh, long time. Unfortunately, my activities won't permit me to stay any longer, but I'll be back. Don't worry. Oh, by the way, Senator, I wanted to remind you of... Uh... 
a little inquiry that the FBI intend to make. Yes, yes, I remember. You can consider it dead and buried. Uh. Goodbye. Hello, Stephen. What is it? I just heard that your debut was a wild success. The senator was most enthusiastic about you. You've made me curious, so I've decided to find out for myself. I'm a man like the senator. Why don't you try and excite me too? Go on, I'm waiting. You don't understand anything, my poor Stephen. There are things that leave me cold. <clears throat> you don't understand anything, my dear. And with that, the character known as Stephen shoves her down on the bed and begins licking around her hip, and they simulate them fucking or him raping her, but I can't tell if Emmanuel is just willingly going along with it or if this is still or something. She's just letting it happen or what? Right, any sex that's involving her at this point anyway is just fucking gross because she's just doing it for the story and it's probably not something that she really wants to do so whatever they finally cut from this to emmanuel snooping on a room of people talking about the money they are clearing from the women and that is our next 15, clip twelve thousand dollars seventeen fourteen seventeen fourteen thousand on the eighteenth yes fifteen thousand and on the nineteenth seven thousand dollars things couldn't be better and our members are increasing all the time and we're able to satisfy all Isn't the it wonderful? that's right oh incidentally don't forget that request in the lebanon mm-hmm. they're asking for two blondes and as usual, very young. They'll be escorted by Harley. As soon as you've got the right girls, let me know so that I can arrange for the necessary false passports. Don't worry, madame. I'll take care of all that. Did you know that Senator Coogan's been questioned by a congressional committee? Do you think he'll split on us? You mustn't forget my secret weapon. Mr. Coogan won't breathe one word about our activities. He knows that I'll make a note of all the members' little vices. Very well. Now then, if you've nothing else, I'll go and have a look-see at the annex. Okay. I want to see how the new recruits are getting on there. Good night, Stephen. Night, madame. The madam leaves, and Emmanuel gives pursuit from a distance, but not very stealthily, and this walking around snooping bit pads out the film as she watches what appears to be a late teens-at-best female being groped and fondled by a gross old white man before he leads her to a bed. She then moves on to another room where she spies through a keyhole at two other young women disrobing for a man and a woman from what we can see. The women perform a sort of live sex show, but it's obviously fake, and even from this perspective, you can tell that they're not really doing anything, and it's badly faked. Badly faked. Emmanuel moves on to watch the madam with another girl dressed in pigtails and acting all coy who knows what age she is supposed to be, and this is fucking uncomfortable. Yeah. Emmanuel... Fun. Emmanuel is snapping photos here and there with her cigarette lighter camera thing, and she wanders in on Steven dragging a girl around. There's dialogue. I don't want to write any more about this, so that's our next clip. Good idea. Oh, no, oh, no you don't. Hold still there. Hold still. So you wanted to leave us, did you? Well, you know that's impossible. Take off my arm. I'm grateful, bitch. And after all we've done for you. Milton, you can go now, and you're coming with me. I'm sorry, Midget, but that's the worst possible thing you could have done. Madam's going to be absolutely livid with Did you hear about poor Midget? Oh, yes, I've heard all about her. I know that she'd come to a bad end. She was drinking heavily. Undoubtedly, she fell down the stairs. And she was only 16. Only 16. Did you hear that at the end? That's fucking disgusting. Yeah, it was gross. This leads into a sequence of Emmanuel suiting up in full embedded photojournalist mode. That means she just grabs her camera. Yeah. (laughs) She is still at the compound, so I have no idea what this camera in full view will accomplish. She breaks into the madam's office by picking the lock and starts snapping photos of documents page by page. My guess is it is the client's list or the financials we heard discussed in the last clip. I'm not not 100% sure. Well, anyway, Emmanuel is, gets busted by Steven, and that leads to our next clip. 
And I always thought you were different to all the other girls. Sooner or later, the police will discover everything and you'll be finished. Help me to get away without telling Madame, and you'll never regret it. I'll be your alibi. Think it over carefully, Stephen. That sounds wonderful. But how can I be sure you won't trick me? I'm a journalist, Steve, and my editor knows everything. It would suit you to help me. If you tell Madame, she'll kill me, just like poor Midget. And then you'll be in even more trouble. Maybe you're right, but I could always say that Madame was blackmailing me and forced me to do what she wanted to. <sighs> Yes, but a favorable statement from me would put you in the clear. As I said, I'd be your alibi. I'll probably live to regret this, but I'm going to help you. I brought her here, but I've got to get back to the villa. This girl's got to leave at once. It's a question of life and death. And only you can help me, Blakey. Please don't refuse that to me. You mustn't worry about madame. I'll take care of her. Accompany this girl to the airport and I'll reward you well. You're in no position to reward anyone anymore because madame has cut on to your little game and has sent some of the friends to take care of you both. Hi there. This clip inexplicably ends in Emmanuel being seized and Stephen kicking ass 70s karate style on several dudes with knives who are more ineffectual with them than the sharks and the jets. They all gang up <laughs> on this kung fu ass kicker and eventually restrain and subdue enough to knock their ass unconscious and then probably bust their fucking skull clean open killing them. Yeah. Violence. Manly shit. Stephen is dressed both in what outwardly would appear to be heteronormative female and heteronormative male depending upon the situation in this film so that's why i'm referring to them as them with yeah. that because i'm not even sure and the reason i didn't make a big deal about it is because the movie doesn't even nobody even acknowledges it talks about it or anything it's just thrown in there for what should be shock value but inadvertently right. fell backwards into being the right way that it should be and just treating steven like anybody else mm -hmm. and that's the name that nice. they go by so that's what i'm referring to them as yeah uh, it's makes sense. I hope that that use of proper pronouns, unless I fucked up and then I apologize if I did, but I hope that use of proper pronouns that I did intentionally really bugs some people out there. Yeah, me too. That's, uh, cause you know, fuck their feelings, right? <laughs> so fuck your feelings crowd. <laughs> All right. What an odd, but great sequence of that fight. But then he is obviously killed and then they proceed to ruin that by moving on to have the men proceed to gang rape Emmanuel in a sequence that feels like it last fucking forever yeah it's not that's not good it's not graphic or believable but the implication is absolutely disgusting her bottoms are ripped off they're holding on to her and she's basically throwing her hips around and screaming for them to stop but the camera mm -hmm. keeps focusing in on laura jemsner's crotch the entire time and that's Ugh. the part that is disgusting and the implication yeah. of what they're doing is kind of gross yes Thank agreed thankfully it doesn't last very long and they immediately cut from that to dialogue in our penultimate clip so you say you're a journalist and how can I tell that you're not from the police? If that was the case, they'd already be here. I was only getting material for an article on prostitution. But now that you've taken away my camera, I can't prove anything. Journalist or not, my dear, you know too much. She's still sleeping. Nowadays, a lobotomy can do miracles on patients like her. She won't remember a thing, and she'll live happily in complete oblivion. Won't we be using the same treatment that we used on the others? No, we mustn't lose this one. It's better we keep her alive. She seems to be a journalist. Prepare a clinical chart for the young lady. Acute schizophrenia with persistent depressions. We'll operate on her tomorrow morning. Hello, it's Madame Claude. You must excuse me for disturbing you so late at night, but it's rather urgent. We discovered one of the girls photographing documents. No, she maintains she's a journalist. Yes, certainly. Yes, very well. I've already sent her to the clinic. Yes, Dr. Ryan will take care of her. He seems to have found a new approach. You mustn't worry, Senator. 
We just gave you an injection to calm you down. Don't be worried. In a few days, you'll be as good as new. <laughs> the nurse immediately starts to sexually assault a drugged and restrained patient. And if you think that what she is doing is not sexual assault, you are just fucking wrong. Yeah, you're very wrong. Emmanuel uses this to get untied and the nurse starts to strip. So does Emmanuel. And I'm not sure that this is a thank you movie. It's just fucking uncomfortable. But your mileage may vary depending upon how you can compartmentalize nudity on screen and sexuality on screen. Versus well, I the can't. So no thanks. <laughs> This scene goes on before Emmanuel got a sneak peek look at some ether in the medicine cabinet and asks for something to help her relax and basically lies that this is her first time with a woman and she needs something to help her relax. The horny nurse is not thinking, so the nurse unlocks the cabinet and Emmanuel gets out the ether and drugs the nurse and then fakes out the orderlies that she escaped through the window, tying a sheet to the bed. She grabs the nurse's uniform and sneaks her way out of the hospital, narrowly avoiding a creepy orderly dude getting off the elevator as she makes her way into a laundry area to try to sneak out into a basket or a laundry basket, which she does. The film cuts to a laundry van pulling to a stop and emptying out the carts from the van as Emmanuel sneaks out of the laundry van and it cuts to her prepping to beg her way onto a vessel full of dudes and by vessel I mean ship that's about to set sea. The dudes obviously say yes to her and they set sea with her on board. That leads to our final fucking clip. Well, have you got all that, Mr. Hardy? I've got it all down. It's sure hot stuff. I'll take care of telling the police. But how are you? Wonderful. Well, I'm glad about that. Listen, will you do me a favor? You can ask for anything, Emmanuel, except for a raise. No, listen. I want you to tell Jim Barnes to keep tomorrow night free for me. Okay, and tell him I can't wait to see him. It should be first page, eight columns. Don't you dare change a comma in my article. I want to see it in print. Don't worry, eight columns. And I want to warn you that my next article is on Sweden. Could you arrange the air ticket for me, please? No, I have complete faith in you. Be seeing you soon. Hey, do you know how much a ticket costs to Los Angeles? I can pay. Ah. Her method of payment is to get naked and fuck the crew, I guess. Gross. Yeah, that's just bad. Roll credits. Okay, uh, yeah, that was a movie that existed. And like we said, it could have been significantly worse, and we've already seen significantly worse. This was just kind of another one of those movies that felt sort of like a clip show. It felt like two Emmanuel stories rolled into one, almost like this was a TV series. And yeah, they, they something just like that. clipped two episodes together of Emmanuel's adventures around the world, you know? Yeah, like, all right, we got two short stories. Let's just make them into a movie now. Right. And I mean, like, they wanted to do the sinister sort of rapey film that the white slave trade was supposed to be, but they wanted to front load it with stuff that was more comfortable and fun to show why Emmanuel has the life that she has. Like, she takes the good with the bad. You know, and apparently sexual assault is not even a thing that bothers her. She just bounces back from it like some kind of like, you know, yeah, she does that in all monsters. Of her yeah, it's, it's just apparently she's just not bothered by being assaulted yeah, all the time as if as if it's like just another thing. And it's a monstrous thing to put on display like she's inhuman yeah. at that point and she's objectified. And that is playing into that sort of weird perspective on how rape is not about power or, you know, harming someone or violence. You know, mm -hmm. it's just, yeah. it's just, I just don't fucking go there with these. That's the biggest issue I've had with them so far. Um, and pretty this, much, yeah. this one is no fucking different. I mean, I, I, if the rest of the tone would have stayed the same, like, let's say, um, she gets done with that 
prince guy and the gangster guy and then the gangster guy you know decides that he doesn't want her to put out the story and she gets into trouble and she needs to flee right and then she makes the deal and gets on the boat because when she gets on the boat you know that she is basically saying yeah i'm gonna have to fuck all these guys clip but like she's saying that to herself but also she's saying that as in well that's all i have to do and i can go exactly where i need to go you know like like and that's emmanuel's choice and she's already sexually free enough to where if that was the end of the film like if that was it like where she goes to escape that would feel a lot less gross and less we than us going through this entire sequence of flesh peddlers and unwilling prostitution and in some cases women being fucking murdered just to keep them quiet about the same bit of unwilling prostitution essentially they're saying let us use you up until you're not worth any more money and then take what scraps we leave for you from selling your body to go off and be quote unquote rich at the end that's what they're saying what uh, illegal prostitution pretty much is right that's yeah <laughs> right i mean yeah i mean yeah what it really should be is the house only takes a percentage but the bulk of the money that is discussed and agreed upon for these sexual acts goes to the actual sex worker workers rights man that's how that should be working it should be yeah <laughs> <sighs> oh, fuck it let's just pull the chain on it and just yeah let's get the fuck out of this you know what this is even fucking long enough i'm fine with just skipping story time to this skipping week. story time let's do it yeah <laughs> We get we get over an hour at this point. We can just fucking be done with the show and we'll be good. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> All right, I'm really really sad. Actually, if we skip story time, then we're gonna miss the cramp song that I really really want to play. So what do you think? We'll do a quick one. Why don't Why don't we do well, a quick one? I mean, if you got one, sure. But yeah, I well, mean, that's it's you your, can just play the song. <laughs> your Your notes, your story, right? I'll come up with something. All right, we're gonna play the cramps with the song "Devil Behind That Bush" for obvious reasons, and then right after that, I'll sneak in the story time. the cramps with the devil behind that bush. <laughs> That's good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. I mean, it's worth a story time. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Especially since I got to come up with something off the top of my head in our next story time. Story time. Story time. So I was thinking about it while we were listening to Devil Behind That Bush from The Cramps, and I'm going to talk about how I got introduced to The Cramps. Oh, all right. Yes, the band, not the actual yeah, Cramps. Not, not getting Cramps. <laughs> right. So um, there was a time when a young court psyops was forced to go to church very regularly. Weird that it made me a staunch atheist. Actually, it's not all that weird. Yeah, that's fair. Anybody who actually studies <laughs> enough stuff into any particular religion is going to find the cracks automatically, especially 
especially if they're prone to ask questions like I am. Pretty much. <laughs> that's why they say, you know, faith. Don't question faith. That's that's the mm-hmm. crux of it. So uh, this particular point in time in my life was probably, I would say, I was probably about 11-ish, maybe 12-ish. It was right around the time that I had definitely been renting movies that I shouldn't have been renting, like I Spit on Your Grave and stuff like that, you know? And, yeah, right. And like the world is starting to feel like it's a lot more sinister than what I'm supposed to be believed. And I'm starting to dip my toe into feeling awful for things and like, well, if it's so evil and bad, maybe I like it. And I'm starting to like that sort of guilty feeling of feeling shame for what I'm doing. You know, like, oh, I know this is awful, but I shouldn't do it, but I want to. Yeah. All right. So naughty. Right. So we are shown in a sort of youth group thing. Um, the documentary Hell's Bells. Are you familiar with that, Matt? I am not. Okay, it's called Hell's Bells, The Dangers of Rock and Roll. And now that I'm mentioning it, people are going to want us to talk about it, I'm sure. But uh, it's a Christian-made documentary that a former, like, I don't know what the story is supposed to be, but the guy was like a former sinner who you know, loved rock and roll and now is trying to preach about the dangers of rock and roll. Yeah. And it goes through a litany of music that is just full of the most naughty, awful, satanic shit that you could possibly imagine. And it just goes into lurid detail about all of the evil that is in all of this entire music. And it's, it goes on for quite a while, which, by the way, every single band they mention, I made sure I checked out. <laughs> they get to this sequence where they're talking about... Um, um, blasphemy or implied blasphemy in a song or, or music or something like that. And this guy who's doing this documentary focuses in on the cramps and talks about um, like the, the I think it's like a Aloha from Hell album or something like that and talks about a song that's so offensive and so vile with its uh, blasphemy that they don't even want to put the lyrics on the screen and it's talking about or whatever it's supposed to be that like it's, it's just super blasphemy blasphemous and it's like the biggest offender and the most satanic awful thing that could be and they talk about the cramps they're mentioning like slayer and all these other satanic bands but they focus in on the cramps and that specific album so for years afterwards i'm trying to figure out what it was that was so offensive about that and what is so awful and i start seeking out cramps stuff find greatest hits and i'm working my way through songs and eventually work my way up to start getting albums and everything like that and then i finally get my hands on a date with elvis and i start going through and i find the song hot pull of woman need and it is literally as if someone is doing a worship song like you would hear like a minister doing like a in the pool of Gethsemane you know like that kind of performance like doing the dance and everybody singing it and worshiping and giving up to glory but it's actually he changes the lyrics to the like needing the the hot pull of woman need as the the salvation and that is the blasphemous song that they were so super upset about and I fucking loved that song that's pretty much my favorite cramp song Hey, ever since there's, there's nothing wrong with any of this <laughs> <laughs> right right and literally that documentary had the reversed effect on me where i was like no this is awful you should feel shame for listening to this this is such foul disgusting filth and i'm like i need it in my life <laughs> You're like, well, I think this is just fine and acceptable. Yeah. See, now for, that I've for court life. Yeah. Right. Now that I mentioned it, everybody's going to want us to yeah. probably talk about that so that we can dissect moments of that and and get into it. And it would basically turn into a music show, essentially. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, if it's if, if it's a documentary, I, I don't know. We <laughs> yeah. could probably find a way to do it. <laughs> yeah. We've done them documentaries before, and it never really works out right. So I'm just saying, you know. What yeah. I mean? No, that's true. Documentaries are hard 
to do. Yeah. Because you're already you're 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 going over something that's already going over something else. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And pretty much I just summed up the entirety of the documentary is that rock and roll is fucking satanic and awful. And here's all the reasons why court started listening to it. Yeah. Yeah, right. There you go. <laughs> there, there's no reason to talk about this anymore. You guys leave us alone. All right, we're gonna cut it off here, play the uh show housekeeping and come back with the cramps the song Ultra Twist if you really pay attention the Ultra Twist is you know sexual and it fits sexual yeah it fits for this fucking movie and when we come back we will close out this fucking show if you've decided you can't get enough of the show and would like to check out more of it we're available at legionpodcast.com just do a quick search for Cinema PsyOps or just enter this entire URL into your browser www.legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops dash podcast also available along with all of the fellow Legionnaires on the Legion Discord chat. And now let's give you a rundown of the memes and how you're going to get them through Cinema PsyOps. The easiest place to go is to subscribe to our Instagram feed, which is our main meme repository at cinema underscore PsyOps. Or you could also follow the Facebook page of Cinema PsyOps because they are immediately posted there after they get posted to the Instagram repository. And you can also check out the Facebook group of Cinema PsyOps and the memes are shared there. I am available on on Facebook as Court Psyops because the memes are also shared there as well. Thanks for listening to the show. I still can't believe that you're subscribed to us or here every week just like us. Go ahead and try and deny those of you that heard on the pirate radio edit the lyrics of Ultra Twist that that was not yeah. sexual. That, no, that was that was pretty sexual. <laughs> it was filthily sexual, my friends. <laughs> and Filthy. There was filthiness there. <laughs> but it's fun and it sounds very consensual because he's just encouraging you to give it a try. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what the hell? <laughs> While you're out there questioning your choices in life, wondering why the hell you still listen to this show and why the hell Every we day, still man. make it. Every day. And why we still make it and why we're all still even trying on a fucking planet that's slowly dying. Slowly? I don't know what's slow about it. Try not to think about that too much while you enjoy the song from the cramps. How far can too far go? While you kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch.
still don't hear you, dude. Do you hear me? I can hear you now. Woohoo! Woohoo! All right. I thought I was just going to have to play clips as if you were going to be in the whole show. Like, that's how I was going to do it. I was just going to do my notes, and then, like, every now and then, I was just going to be like. All I was prepared for was over the pants mouth stuff. Well, that's all I was prepared for. <laughs> oh, man. I don't want to do this on my Saturday, so this is for you. Fuck you, Bat. <laughs> You're welcome, everyone. <laughs> well, right. at least you don't have to do it on your Sunday now. Uh, yeah, I, I suppose so. I'm, I, I mean, mean, I don't think you really wanted to do this any day of the week. No, that's that's fair. All right, so here we go. Recording in progress. <laughs> it's weird. We've been doing this for almost 10 years, and now I'm just, like, not even wanting to do it anymore. I don't know, man. Uh, it's starting to, starting to become too much of a hassle. The idea is uh-oh. becoming the institution. I don't know how yeah. much longer we're going to last on this one, Matt. Uh-oh. <laughs> is it because we've gone to directly to porn now <laughs> well not entirely but um i'm almost tired of watching other people fuck on film almost yeah almost almost <laughs> let's save that for the intro that's a good place to come back that's, from. Yeah, that's good all right yep. so i'm gonna play a little bit of the theme and uh take a couple of tokes and uh, we'll get started so here we go let's let's do it three two one my movie was an hour and 47 odd minutes and i think i have five pages of notes and if, if that, I'm just saying. Yeah, if, well, if it's not it, one, two, three. No, it's it's four. It's four pages of notes for an hour. Wait, no, one, two, three, uh, four, does, six, yes, yeah, seven. Matt, okay, I math. skipped a page. It's still only seven pages of notes for a, an hour and forty minute movie. even trying on a fucking planet that's slowly dying. Slowly? I don't know what's slow about it. Try not to think about that too much while you enjoy this song from the cramps. How far can too far go while you kick the fuck out of this week and make it your bitch? Now you can hear the song a little bit. Yeah, that fits the film in a really gross way. (laughs) Yeah, it really does. (laughs) All right, let's call it a fucking day on this bullshit. Let's, Let's get the fuck out of this one. Recording stopped.